Island for seven our shows. We have a number for Studio A and Studio B, and best of all, it's free. Carry your charge. That sound is bad. So, sure. so ready? Here you go. Get a pen. Here's the number. Studio A is 712-432-6958. And Studio B is 716-748-0112. Thank you very much for listening to Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com, the number one listener-supported radio station in the world. Station. Its programs and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listener chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listeners from YouTube, your host. <laughs> Barb DeLong, your host, and I invite you to step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. Tonight we offer a really a really cool guest to the show. We welcome Katie Evans, who is the founder of Living Light Hypnotist Centers. And after receiving her degree in psychology, Katie continued as an entrepreneur in 86 when she became a hypnotherapist. She went on to create the Lighten Up Weight Loss Program in 87. She travels around the country presenting keynote speeches, workshops, and seminars on both business topics and health-related issues. Her high-content, high-quality, and high-energy programs are well sought after as well. 
She hosted her own radio program for two years, interviewing many experts in the area of psychology, health, and medical advances. She is a successful author of two published books, Random Acts to Lighten Up, Easy Tools to Redesign Your Body from the Inside Out, and the Living Light Weight Loss Program textbook. In addition, she has regularly written as a guest columnist for a Seattle newspaper, as well as numerous blogs and e-zines. In 2002, Lighten Up became the Living Light Hypnosis Centers as they broadened their services to a wider consumer base. And as CEO, she has successfully created a franchising program which currently has eight offices nationwide. She has an amazing metaphysical background as well and is one of those rare individuals that actually walks her talk. Welcome to the show, Katie. Thank you, Barbara. It's lovely to be with you this evening. I was, I am very looking forward to this show because, uh, first of all, you, you have two topics which have fascinated me for, uh, for a great length of time. One is the hypnosis aspect of your, of your career and how you use it. And the other, of course, is losing weight because I don't think there's any women, woman my age who has not tried to lose weight and, um, been successful and gone out and celebrated and ruined the whole thing. I, I know, and that's so sad because you know one one slip up does not mean you're you're a failure. We you know life is life. Everybody's going to make mistakes. So what? So you just keep on stepping. You just move forward. We don't uh, we don't base our whole entire life on one oops, but then, <laughs> but, but we do. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we because do. We're looking for that oops, aren't we? <laughs> well, you know, I I think most of us. You know, want, want a pill that we can take and, and everything will be fine. And when I, um, I served for a short period of time as a, a rotating minister in a spiritualist church. And one day after the service, a woman came up to me and, and asked me to bless this bottle of pills. And that was nothing I'd ever done before. And I looked at her and I looked at the bottle and they were, they were diet pills. And so, I said, okie doke, and I, you know, closed my eyes for a second and, and said, please, God, make this work, because I don't want to make it feel like a failure. <laughs> and I, 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 I looked at the jar, and I said, she said, will these work? And I said, these will work if you follow the directions. And she said, what? And I said, there are directions here for a change in diet, for exercise, for all sorts of things. And you have to do all of this as well as take the pill. And she said, what? And I said, you can't just take the pill. Even blessed, you still have to follow the directions. (laughs) But we are an immediate gratification society, aren't we? Absolutely. If I can't lose five pounds by tomorrow, I'm going to have a Snickers. Something's going to make me feel good right now. That sounds good. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. So what started you on this amazing journey to create such a phenomenal program? Well, I'll tell you, it, as most journeys start, you know, we're going we're gonna to heal the planet. But first, we probably ought to heal ourselves. And it, it generally starts with, with ourselves. I knew that if I didn't do something to heal myself, I was going to die. Mm-hmm. I'm a child of the 60s and 70s, and back then we got our speed from the doctors. <laughs> we, we had diet doctors that you would go get diet pills from. 
this was before all the all the really serious uh, speed that's out there now. They call it meth. Uh, we'd get our little diet pills from the doctors, and uh, we'd have to. I remember going to the diet one particular diet doctor, and you'd have to stand in line. The, he opened at eight o'clock, so there would be a line that would start forming around seven thirty in the morning. And very large women would line up, and they'd all be um, fidgeting and, you know, like knitting or, or doing something uh-huh. because you'd take these diet pills and they'd make you very fidgety. I remember one woman, she'd be knitting like an Afghan for the garage. She just <laughs> you had to keep going. And so they would, but they, it really didn't occur to me at the time that they were taking diet pills, but they were, for the most part, very large. Uh-huh. So which is kind of incongruent. So you take these diet pills, but and but you had to get the shots too. Oh, the B twelves, yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm sure they were B twelves, but they told you it was the secret ingredient uh-huh. that would really. And, so, and they still have the shots now with the secret ingredient. And back then they told us, and it wasn't till years later it occurred to me. I let them put what into my body? Because back then they told us it was maybe the placenta from a pregnant oh. woman or the urine of a pregnant woman. And I, I, one day I stopped dead in my tracks. This maybe 10 years later, I thought, I let them inject what into my body? Exactly. But we were crazed and still are. And I thought, I, you know, I've got to do something I can live with. Or I'm going to die going on and off these crazy diets and putting all this craziness into my body. So I said, what? Okay. I sat down and I called a meeting with myself. I said, self, we got to figure this out. So I, uh, I said, what will I do? What can I do? I said, what do I need to do? Uh-huh. I said, I need to eat less because I'm just eating too much of everything. We, and as a culture, we eat too much. So I said, okay, I got to eat less. What else do I should I do? I, I need to eat healthier. I'm eating too much junk, and we eat a lot of junk. There's, you know, there's foods in this country, probably around the world, but mostly in this country, because that's where I live and that's what I know about, that have no reason to exist except to make me fat and kill me young. Uh-huh. And these are mostly processed foods that are sold in bags. Uh, or fast food restaurants. So, and we all know what these foods are. So, how about if I just eliminate some of those foods that have no add no value to my life? Okay, what else should I do? I should move my body more. You know, because my body's kind of like a bank. It's you know, you put food in, and and you got withdrawals and you got deposits. And with a bank, it's easier to make a withdrawal. With a with my body, it's easier to make a deposit. Yeah. Than, than a withdrawal. So what else do I need to do? I I need to deal with my feelings instead of eat them. And that's the basis for the Living Light Weight Loss Program. Eat less, eat healthier, move your body more, feel your feelings instead of eat them. This is not rocket science. This Mm -hmm. is not weigh, measure, food combining. This is just eat less, eat healthier, move your body, feel your feelings. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It works. And you know what? It doesn't work 100% of the time because life is not 100% of the time. And that's okay. Okay? Okay? Easy peasy. 
And we use hypnosis to make it all a little bit easier. Now, when you, when you studied hypnosis, was this your focus or why were you, why, what brought you into the hypnosis aspect of this whole thing? Interesting you should ask. (laughs) I decided, well, in 1986, my husband died. Mm-hmm. And um, we were on vacation. Uh, we were living in Seattle at the time and on vacation in San Francisco. And he was having chest pains and he'd already had three heart attacks. Oh, he was having chest pains. And so he was taking um, uh, Tylenol. Well, it turns out he was taking Tylenol for congestive heart failure, which is, you know, probably not a good idea to self-diagnose. And he never came home from our vacation. This was in 1986. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty traumatic. And um, I, after you know, about a year, I figured I better move on with my life. He'd left me a little, a little savings. And I thought, you know, I got my degree in psychology, and I really wanted to stay in the field, but I didn't want to go back and get my master's. But you couldn't really do much with a, a bachelor's degree in psychology. So one day I said to my father, I said, I think I'm going to go to a hypnotist to quit smoking because smoking was a big part of why my husband died. And I figured, you know, if I didn't want to die young, along with that diet increase, craziness, I should probably quit smoking. He says, well, instead of going to a hypnotist to stop smoking, why don't you go be a hypnotist? And I thought, oh, what a good idea. Yeah. And there was a, a world-renowned hypnosis school about 15 minutes from where I live. Now, you don't find a hypnosis school on every corner. No, you don't. So I said, it, this might be a sign. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I signed up and I went to the school and um, kind of never looked back. And about um, a year, six months to a year after I had graduated from that hypnosis school, I had an opportunity to study with one of the premier hypnotists in the world, again, in his weight loss program. And I took parts of that I liked and parts of psychology that I had studied and kind of picked all the good stuff that I I knew would work. And I created Lighten Up and it just kept getting better and better. And um, as I learned more and more of good, solid research, and then it became... Living Light, and now it's a three-hour program that we teach and that helps people change their lives. And uh, it's at livinglightnow.com, as a matter of fact. People can yeah. find out all about it. And light is spelled, in this case, L-I-T-E, living yes. light, livinglightnow.com. Or you can just Google Living Light. Wouldn't it be lovely to have a business that turns into a verb? Google yeah. Living Light Now. Oh, geez. <laughs> yes, and and I have to say, um, the program is fascinating. I've had the opportunity to sort of go through parts of it, and um, it's it's really it's quite amazing. And of course, um, the first part that drew me in was, you know, this is a, this is an amazing a, a way to approach weight loss because. You're not dieting. You're you're changing your life, which is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And and um, you know, my focus is is I mean, certainly in my personal life, losing weight has always been something that has been a challenge. Mm-hmm. But but on top of that, 
um, I, I have the metaphysical uh, genre that, that that is where I dance, and you know when you when you when you call it living light and lightening up, uh, to me that that has a more a more metaphysical connotation to it than it does a weight loss because I always tell people that that when they lighten up. That's when their spirit soars. That's when they make the connections in higher consciousness that they're looking for. Well, you know why angels fly, don't you? <laughs> they take themselves very lightly. <laughs> <laughs> they're lighthearted, yes. <laughs> yes, isn't that fun? Yeah. Well, lighten up has, has little to do with your body. It's, and weight frequently has little to do with your body. It's about the attitude. It's about the heaviness that we carry in our spirit and our souls and our and our lives and our histories. And, you know, when we start lightening up our attitudes, we can begin to lighten up our bodies as well. It's also calories can't fly. <laughs> I know. They're very heavy. Yes. <laughs> But, but I, you know, while I, I have full intentions of going through this whole program because it sounds, it's, it's fascinating. And, um, with your, with your video, um, you do four, four hypnotherapy sessions with people. Mm -hmm. And is that on just the part one or is it part one between part one and part two? You do the four. Part one and part two. We, we've got two videos. If you came to a class, it would be a three hour class. Uh -huh. But since I, I haven't learned how to bilocate or trilocate or quadlocate yet, I can only be in one place at one time right now. Uh -huh. We, we created the videos and we, we had to split it into two parts because it's, it's so big, um, video so big bandwidth on the, on the net. So it's two parts along with MP3s. Yes. And at various points in the, uh, in the, in the class, in the lecture, uh, the videos, I will say, okay, now we're going to, we're going to listen, turn this off and listen to one of the, one of the MP3s. Mm -hmm. So you have, uh, four different video or uh, MP3s to listen to during the course of the three hour class video. And that those hypnotize you. Well, I got to tell you, um, it, it's, can you, can you, can you kind of give people an idea as to what the four different, um, sections are because I found that fascinating how um it one was um forgetting a food mm -hmm. one that, was yes. um fat suit oh, the fat suit yep mm -hmm. <laughs> yes absolutely the first hypnosis session we make a food disappear and so for everybody who's listening who thinks life without chocolate is not worth living Take a deep breath in. Mm -hmm. You may find that you can live without chocolate. Now, the beauty of this is when we make a food disappear, there's no white, <clears throat> white knuckling it. It just, it, it's as though it never existed. So you don't even think about it. It's just gone. Whatever food, let's say it's, let's say it's chocolate. Okay. So the uh, receptionist at work still has that little dish of, you know, Hershey Kisses on her, mm -hmm. on her desk. You just won't see them anymore. Now, typically it lasts for anywhere from one to two weeks. And then all of a sudden, one day you see them again. And you think, oh, my goodness, I haven't had one of those in two weeks. And I guarantee you, this is what will go through your brain. 
I wonder if this hypnosis stuff really works. Uh-huh. Well, it's been working for two weeks. But what will happen is you will have, you'll have a, one of those kisses. You'll grab it and have a bite of it, and you'll think to yourself. And I only know this because I've been doing it for 30 years, and I've heard the same story for 30 years. You'll have a Hershey kiss, and you will take a bite of it, and you'll go, you know, it's not as good as it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where we want to get you to where you can take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't own you anymore. Okay. Here's what I equate it to. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been madly in love with somebody, just head over heels and, you know, the sun's shining and the endorphins are going and the serotonin's moving and life is good. And then one day they dump you and you're devastated. And, mm-hmm. you know, you go through whatever it is you go through to, to grieve and, and, and move through it. And then one day you're okay again. And you're walking down the street and you see him. And you look at him and you go, really? I was crazy about that person. (laughs) Yeah, I've been there. (laughs) I know, haven't we? That's what made me think about it. (laughs) And it'll be the the uh, same with the chocolate. Now, let me ask you something. Um, you did, you did this obviously with smoking. What, Mm -hmm. what, what do people do who have a, liter- a, a literal addiction to like aspartame or caffeine or something like that, where there is usually a withdrawal that comes from not taking it. Typically, the physical withdrawal is only about three days. Okay. And um, like with caffeine, for example, what, mm-hmm. what, what the AMA recommends is that you go to half-calf for a couple of days because you do ha- get headaches or you do have some kind of, you know, physical um, issues yeah. with, with withdrawal. So, you know, you can go cold turkey or you can just taper. You can do that. Um, most of the people that I have found just want to get rid of it. And that's fine, too. What, the easiest way to get rid of something is to drink a whole lot of water um, to really flush your system out. Uh-huh. If you, um, when you do that, you know, you're very, be very kind to yourself. It helps to walk, you know, or do some form of exercise, uh, lots of water. Um, if you're, if it's sugar that you're trying to get rid of, eat some fruit, mm-hmm. but don't have fruit juice. Ah, you know, okay. you, you eat the whole fruit because that's got the fiber in it. So you don't, it won't trigger blood sugar reactions. Okay. Don't eat a ton of it. <laughs> don't eat a ton of anything. You know, the whole idea is moderation. We don't like moderation. Most of us are all or nothing kind of people. Mm-hmm. We can do all or nothing. We can starve or binge. We're really good at those two, but, you know, moderation is kind of boring. And we're going to discover that, there, you know, there's a difference between boring and calm. And calm yes. is okay. Calm yes. okay. We can do calm. Yeah, so. boring is nap time. Well, how... <laughs> How does the hypnosis work? Well, I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know how aspirin works either. Okay. <laughs> what? Here's what I know. When your body relaxes, your brain activity slows down. When your brain activity slows down, you are more open to a suggestion. Mm-hmm. A suggestion is something I will ask you to do or if you're listening to an MP3, it will be suggested on an MP3. Typically in hypnosis, you are conscious. 
your mind is alert um, or a part of your mind is alert and awake. Um, you, your body's relaxed. Your mind is, is awake. I call it mindful relaxation. Mm-hmm. And you will never do anything in hypnosis that you would not do in total being awake, if you will. There's a part of your mind that never goes to sleep. Even under anesthesia, it doesn't go to sleep. It is aware all the time. Your, your hearing is the last sense you lose, in fact, when you die. You're, you will hear amazing things, even under anesthesia. Mm-hmm. So we, we really want to caution surgeons not to say oops. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good idea because the patient's going to hear that. That happened to me. No. I, I was having a hip replacement, and I could, in the distance, hear voices and stuff kind of echoing at me. Couldn't hear what they were saying until the very end where the surgeon said, well, that piece of fat went back in well. And all I could think of was, no, don't put fat back. I think it's simple. And, of course, I couldn't say anything. It was <laughs> You know, you could kill two birds with one stone here. Yeah, come on. <laughs> that was mean. I don't mind if my hips don't match. Um, but, but no, that is true. You do yeah. hear things like that. So you're, there's a part of your brain that never goes to sleep, um, even in hypnosis. So it's always, I call it the observer. And it's, its primary function is to protect you. So it won't let you do something that would be embarrassing, that will put you in danger. So it's mm-hmm. even in hypnosis, it's always watching out for you. So, Shh. what? Shh. No, I'm talking to the cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Am I supposed to be quiet now? No, the cat is. <laughs> okay, got it. That's all right. Cats are good. So when you are given a suggestion, your subconscious mind, if there's no objection to it, will probably follow it. And mm-hmm. it will probably follow it with, um, as I said, no objection. So, and it may miss the conversation, the conscious part, the conversation part. So, for example, if the suggestion is, um, you know, you really enjoy walking, it feels good. And, and you love the, you know, feeling the oxygen come into your body and leave your body. And, and we really extol all the benefits of going for a walk then you may find yourself out there going for a walk before the conversation starts. The conversation being, I don't want to go for a walk. It's too cold. It's too hot. It's too, you know, that conversation we have trying to talk ourselves out of it. You may find yourself actually out going for the walk before the conversation starts. And that's what we want to have happen. Have the behavior go from your subconscious mind to the action and miss the conscious part of the mind. Mm -hmm. And that's how hypnosis helps people change behavior because the only thing that counts is changing the behavior. Right. Right. So, so I, you know, I'm fascinated, you know, clearly I'm, I'm going to be experimenting like crazy because first of all, with, with diet and then with other. So in, in many ways, this is, this is reprogramming your consciousness from your subconscious mind. Exactly. All habits are located in the subconscious mind and all automatic behaviors, which a habit is. You know, mm-hmm. people think, think hypnotists make you unconscious. We don't. 
most of our behaviors are unconscious. What we do is strive to make you conscious for brief periods of time during which you can decide who you want to run your life. You are that Twinkie uh-huh. <laughs> and put you in charge more frequently so you can make decisions about your life. So, that, so, yeah. so it's, it's a behavior, not a thought that you're implanting. It goes from thought to behavior. Okay. Or from subconscious thought to behavior. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wow. It's got, we got to, the bottom line is change the behavior. Okay, that makes sense. That way you, you aren't on a, a diet, you know, from a book that you can say, oops, flunked that. Well, I, I lost that up so I can overdo this next part because I lost the first part up anyhow. So that, so that you basically are working on behavior as, you know, as as almost a reactive thing as opposed to something I'm thinking about doing. I'm not going to think about eating, you know, half of the coconut cake. I'm, you know, just the coconut cake isn't there. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not there in your mind. I mean, we can make it disappear. Mm-hmm. But what we also do is make it disappear from the store shelves. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty fun. That's so you, when you when you walk in the store, I mean, I've had it happen for for some of my my students and my clients. You walk in the store and the the whole bakery department has disappeared. It's just a black hole. <laughs> they and they went in there to get donuts. Oh my goodness! And they walked past it, didn't even see it. So we use those tools as well. Where you know I don't eat that stuff anymore. Why would I see it? Mm-hmm. So, so you lost a tremendous amount of weight with this. I did. And you kept it off for a very long time. 30 years. Yes. Uh, Over 50 pounds. I was overweight most of my life. And there were good reasons. You know, see, here's what people need to understand. Behavior only exists because on some level it's working. Mm -hmm. So, so being overweight worked for me and What's really important to know is that behavior always starts out functional. Okay, what happens is it becomes dysfunctional when everything changes except the behavior. So okay. I was raised, as most of us were, in a dysfunctional household uh-huh. where the only person allowed to have any emotions was dad, and the emo- only emotion he was comfortable with was anger. <laughs> been there yeah okay most of us have and there was a lot of alcohol in the house not not me Mm -hmm. and so he was a rageaholic well it it became very and kids are really smart they are adaptive whatever it takes to survive now see there's two primary functions of the brain they're not one and two they're one and one number one survive Mm -hmm. number one maintain sanity However, the brain figures out how to do that, and it may it may make sense. It may not make sense. Doesn't matter. It makes uh-huh. sense to, to your particular brain in your particular circumstance. So, as a child, you learn: if I say something today, it may be okay. If I say the exact same thing tomorrow, I may get hit. What I learn is: don't talk. Uh-huh. Ask for anything, you're probably not going to get it, and you might get hit. And and you might get hit sometimes. And see, that's called a, 
in psychology, a partial random reinforcement be schedule. We're getting in the weeds now. Uh-huh. Every once in a while you're going to get hit, which is a, so you never talk because you never know when that's going to happen. So I learned not to ask for anything. And the best way not to ask for anything is, oh, I'll just go eat. See, uh-huh. You use your mouth for both things, talking and eating. I'll just stuff my mouth. Well, that was that's convenient, isn't it? <laughs> Subconscious mind will solve your problems for you. Well, it also has the extra added benefit of giving me protection around my body in the form yeah. of fat. Now, that's not really protection, but my subconscious mind's doing the best it can to solve my problems for me. Mm-hmm. And if you're four, five, six, seven years old and you can't tell it any better directions, then it's going to do the best it can. Now, fast forward to 20, 21, 22 years old. Things are different. I'm out of the house. I've got my college degree. I'm living on my own. I think I want to get into a relationship. Oops. Everything has changed except my behavior. My behavior is still don't ask for anything. Just go eat. Oh, I don't need anything. I'll just go have this pizza. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, I don't know how to be in a relationship and I'm still using food to feed all my needs how, how do you identify what causes the overeating you ask oh, and, hypnosis, and hypnosis helps okay the fat suit is a great exercise for that I, yeah well, I love that <laughs> yeah we pretend the fat suit is like a, a toddler's snowsuit, and we take it off, and we talk to it, and it talks back. Wow. Because, you know, most of us have lived a lifetime with this struggle. Yeah. And, and being aware that you know, intellectually you can grasp, okay, I'm heavy because um, I I – I put extra weight on so nobody is attracted to me so that Mm -hmm. people will leave me alone so that, you know, I can avoid, you know, whatever. Um, and, and, and sometimes people put the weight on for other reasons too. But, Mm -hmm. but, but it's sort of like you get to a point when you're in your 40, 50, 60s, (laughs) 70s when, when, okay, I recognize this behavior. Now what? But, but I don't know why. I do it. I, I know I do it, but I don't know why. And and don't you have to get down to that why? No. Okay. No, not necessarily. Uh, you can get stuck in the why. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, talking- you know, you, you, I mean, was I potty trained appropriately? Did my father love me? Did my mother love me? I mean, there's so many different ways you can go there. It can drive you crazy. That's why we don't worry so much about the why. Okay. At, at some point you go, yeah, I, so here's, so, okay, I was abused. Now I know why I eat pizza instead of getting in a relationship. What am I going to do about it? Okay. That's the biggie. Now I may not have ever known that, you know, known that it started when I was a kid, but now I need to know, okay, what, how can I fix this? Uh Well, so what I did was I went to counseling. 
I used hypnosis to uh, get in touch with that little girl and say, okay, we need to fix this. We need to change it. What can I do to help you not help you speak up a little better? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, and then we got into some very safe relationships and we got into some very safe male relationships that were not romantic. Mm-hmm. So I could practice talking to men mm-hmm. that weren't, you know, dangerous or weren't, didn't have that much at stake, except they were guys and I could, you know, practice with them. Yeah. So it, it took practice. I learned in my adulthood what I assumed lots of people learned when they were growing up, learned what you, what you were supposed to learn as a child from your parents. Mm-hmm. And then I found out there was a whole lot of adults that didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I would say that that um, I'm older than you, but but that that at least my generation mm-hmm. – 90% of us grew up in a dysfunctional household. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody did. So what? And and, and at some point, you got to go, so what? Now what? Mm-hmm. So what? Now what? Am I going to let that keep me stuck for the rest of my life? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to. We can get, we can get, you know, we can beat our parents up forever. That's what the 60s and 70s were for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at some point, we got to let it go. I was talking to somebody the other day and who was really overweight, and she said she, her pantry was full. You couldn't close the door. And I said, what? She says, well, my grandmother went through the Depression. I said, hello? You're talking <laughs> in the 20s and 30s? Give it up. Oh, okay. She, it never occurred to her. That, yeah, those are habits that you do pick up. Yeah. My grandmother went through So did mine. So what? Yeah, my grandmother's dead, so, you yeah. know. <laughs> but, you know, that's part of, see, it doesn't take long to change our genetic coding. Mm-hmm. And that was such a tra- traumatic time for a whole world. Oh, yeah. So now we are, our, we, our parents and us and maybe even our kids and grandkids have this, this fear of lack combined with McDonald's on every street corner. This is not a good combination. No. <laughs> so we have to learn how to moderate ourselves. Okay. That makes good sense. And we don't like moderation. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, you know, if if my bills were always in moderation, I think it would be great. I know. Just and now we got to just carry that over to the kitchen. <laughs> yes. Now, um, I've always equated hypnosis with meditation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and you know so everybody think everybody thinks about the stage hip, hip, hypnosis thing mm-hmm. where where you act like a chicken and you lay an egg and mm-hmm. and that's not really in my experience what hypnosis is so when a person is hypnotized how, can anybody be hypnotized and if so how do they know if they are. Yes, anybody can be hypnotized. In fact, everybody is hypnotized three or four hours a day. It's just, it's where you go when you daydream, when you space. It's like your brain goes in on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Um, most people are hypnotized driving down the freeway. 
That's a little scary. <laughs> I, I've been there. I, I, yep. I suddenly am where I'm supposed to be, and I don't remember getting there. Bingo. Exactly. We call it highway hypnosis. You go on autopilot, and but if somebody cuts in front of you on the freeway, boom, you're back in what we call beta, the alert conscious brainwave state, uh-huh. typically shouting helpful tips to them <laughs> from behind the wheel of your own car. Um, but so everybody is in hypnosis or alpha, which is that the hypnotic brainwave state. You go there before you go to sleep every night. Uh-huh. Uh, so everybody, you know, is very familiar with it. What happens is we go, we take people there deliberately. It is the same as meditation. The difference is to me is meditation is much more passive and hypnosis is much more active. We give you stuff to do while you're hypnotized, and the the opposite is true with meditation. You try to clear your mind with meditation. Uh With stage hypnosis, people on stage know what they're doing. Um, They just, you know, that little observer that 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 part of your brain I told I talked about a few minutes ago that um, makes sure you're okay. That observer wants to have some fun. Now, in many cases. the, a stage hypnotist is either at a high school event where there's usually some class clowns who get up uh, on stage or in a bar with adults, and they've had a couple of cocktails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so their inhibitions are pretty low anyway. They know what they're doing, and, uh, and they're having a good time. If you will notice, though, at a stage show, there's usually two or three people uh, typically guys who have their arms crossed and are going to make a fool out of the hypnotist. You can't hypnotize me. The hypnotist will very quickly ask them to be seated because they're not going to get into a, a, a battle of wills with somebody because yeah. they want to give a good show. So they will have people up there who are good subjects. And a hypnotist can tell who's a good subject. Once in a great while, you will get a somnambulist in a stage hypnosis show. This is the person who is so suggestible that the hypnotist can put can put them in such a deep deep trance that they can they can make themselves into a plank where they put one they put their head on a chair the seat of a chair and their feet on the seat of another chair so that their whole entire body is extended with just the head and the feet on a chair and then the the, uh, hypnotist can stand on their belly Oh, my gosh. And they will not bend. About 2% of the population is that suggestible. And it's amazing to see. However, you know what? If, if, you're, in, if you're a mother and you're in a car accident and your child's trapped under the car, oh. you will pick that car up. Damn straight. You will defy all the laws of gravity and physics. And you will put yourself into a brainwave state that will pick up that car. Uh-huh. So if given enough provocation and enough reason, anybody can do that sort of thing. It, it's, it seems to me that this is a wonderful tool to unlock a lot of the gifts and talents that we've carried through time. Um, but, you know, I want to get back and, and let me, let me, Again, tell everybody that um, this this program is available on www.livinglight. That's 
with L-I-T-E, um, now.com. Yes, and it's and, a three-hour hypnosis weight loss program, videos and audio, uh, MP3s, mm-hmm. and it's on sale right now. Anybody can get it. It's uh, We email it to you very quickly. It's a $97 program on sale right now because of this show for $50. What a deal. What a deal. And we can get it right out to anybody. We also have our, our other MP3s for stress reduction and meditation and prosperity, all kinds of things on our website as well. Well, um, I, you know, there may be some people out there that um, are kind of interested in calling in. And, of course, I didn't, I didn't ask Sean for the numbers. Um, so, Sean... <laughs> Sean, if you could type in the numbers for people to call in at the second half so that we can give that out. Um, or if you could just give them to us so that, so that people, if they have any questions for Katie, can call in. Um, I'm, I'm going to keep plugging at her about the hypnosis, but I, I would really like to throw the phone lines open after our break. So, um, the call in number is 716. 716- Four zero six seven nine hundred, and the Skype number is freedoms freedoms screen freedom screen two, f r e e d o m s c r e e n two. And after the break, if any of you have questions and you'd like to call in and ask Katie a question about what we're talking about, please feel free. Um, I want to get back to the. How do I know if I'm hypnotized? I mean, I, I, I've listened to meditations before. I, I sort of, I, I started to go through some of the, um, the relaxation that you had on your, on your video, the part one, and I could feel, you know, but then I, I meditate. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very, very used to letting go and relaxing mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff like that. But, it, the same thing happens with meditation. It's sort of, um, you get to a place and it's like, um, oh, I, I wonder if I'm meditating. Is this meditating? <laughs> and of course, if you're thinking, if you're asking yourself if you're meditating, the question is, no, you're not. You're thinking. <laughs> and, and let me, t- I have a unique definition of hypnosis. Okay. I am very pragmatic. Here's how you know if you were hypnotized. You know the next day or the next day or the next day by did you do what it was suggested that you do. So if we hypnotize you to make Hershey's Kisses disappear from from your vision at the receptionist's desk and you walk by those Hershey Kisses 30 times and you don't eat one, I guess you were hypnotized. Or... I mean, can it just be that I'm not supposed to, so I'm not going to see them? Or, I mean, how do you how do you know the difference? This it doesn't is, matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. The behavior changed. Okay. Now we can look at we can look at uh, technic. Uh, you know the 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 six signs of hypnosis. Your eyelids flickered. Your temperature went down. Your breathing was more shallow. You know, all of those, there are physiological signs of hypnosis. You you felt relaxed. You maybe cooled down a little bit, that sort of thing. We can look at those. But to me, 
I demand a little more from my hypnosis. (laughs) (laughs) I want it to work. Well, yeah. And, and so, so I, I, I absolutely, I'm very suggestive, you know, I'm, I'm all for this, you know, let's go for it. Let's, let's, um, you know, eliminate. And, and when I was starting to think about what am I going to forget? What food do I want to forget? Um, it's, it's hard to pick one. And, you know, the, I'm fortunate in that I, I am allergic to wheat, so wheat would be an easy one, except it's in cookies and cakes, and it's in everything. Oh, here's here's what we do for wheat. Uh, just pick desserts or baked goods. Oh, okay. You can do baked goods. Don't do carbs, because carbs is just too big. But baked goods is good, or desserts, or frozen things, you know. So you can pick it like a cat, or fast food, if that's, you know, for not non-wheat issues by the way you know uh french fries are just toxic poison horrible yeah so uh, french fries would be a really good one to to dump Uh, (laughs) um just just a thought you want me to tell you you how much time do we have before the break we got about oh seven minutes eight minutes you want me to tell you a great story about how hypnosis changed the life of a young man who's very close near and dear to my heart sure um this young man is my nephew and he saw back back in the day he's now 39 years old he saw top gun like seven or eight times in the theater remember Mm -hmm. top gun that movie i do okay he decided at that point he wanted to fly jets so just put that in the back of your mind for a moment. He mm-hmm. was visualizing that, and 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 you know that was one of his his goals. He was goal setting in junior high when he saw that. He uh, was playing football in high school, and he came to me one day, and he said, "Would you please hypnotize me to be a better football player?" I said, "What a good idea! Of course I will." So what I did was I hypnotized him and took him through a game, a typical football game. And I had him hear the announcer. And the announcer would say, uh, he was playing defense, and the announcer would say, fumble caused by Rob Dyer. He would hear the announcer say that. And fumble recovered by Rob Dyer. And pass intercepted by Rob Dyer. And we did an hour of that, and I made him, back then it was a tape. Mm-hmm. I made him a tape. And um, we he came to my office several times, in several different games. And one particular game, uh, he went to uh, the high school where he went. The head, whoever was the outstanding player for that particular game, got to wear a black cowboy hat for the <laughs> for the week. And he played one game, and I heard the announcer say, "Fumble caused by Rob Dyer. Fumble recovered by Rob Dyer. Fumble." And the whole it was amazing. The the announcer said everything we had worked on. And I saw him come out of the locker room after the game wearing the black hat. Oh, my. Well, now this, they had, they videotaped the games. Uh-huh. 
And that videotape, some kind of way, made its way to the United States Naval Academy football department. And he got a phone call from the Naval Academy and said, young man, you've been recommended by your coaches to come to the Naval Academy. Would you like to? And play football for us. Yes, I would. Long story short, he went to the United States Naval Academy, became a Marine, flew F-18s, decided that that was too far from the action. And then uh, he was in flight school when 9-11 happened. Uh, decided he wanted to go special ops. Ended his military career at the Naval Academy as an instructor. All of his dreams came true, and he credits hypnosis with, he says, about 55% of it. Wow. So you can use hypnosis for anything. So given this technique, mm -hmm. you can apply it to almost any aspect of your life. Absolutely. I use it for children to help them stop bedwetting. It is the most effective tool to help bedwetters that I've ever seen and the cheapest and parents will spend anything to get their kids to stop wetting the bed and you, we can do it in one session it's so easy in fact I've got it on I think I put it on my website I it, it's it's so easy for a parent to have a kid stop wetting the bed you won't believe it wow almost makes me wish that I had a bedwetter <laughs> I know it <laughs> If you got a bedwetter, you got to email me, katie at livinglightnow.com. I will send you for free how to get your kid to stop wetting the bed. Wow. I had, I had a little girl come into my office one time. Her dad brought her in. In one session, they stopped, she stopped wetting the bed and for like three months, not, not an issue. And then their parent, her parents got divorced immediately. She started again. Well, yeah. Yeah, duh. I mean, that's not a surprise. I know. Wow. Well, I just, you know, when that's a magical story and and I I I I would say that um I I wrote a poem once and one of the lines in it was, you know, uh it was about a deck of cards and 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 the phrase was this deck will work for you as hard as you work with it. Yeah. So so this is not a matter of a this isn't a band-aid. This is, this is a way of changing your behavior. So it doesn't mean that you can just listen to the meditation and then have a snack. Oh, by the way, he went to practice every day for football. He went to the Naval Academy and had to study really, really, really hard because that's the hardest school on the planet. And, mm -hmm. you know, and then he went to flight school and had to study really, really, really hard. So yeah, the, the hypnosis opened the doors. And he, wow. would he would listen to hypnosis CDs to help him study. But he still had to do the work. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, so. but you know, if, if you have a method that, that you know is going to help you to reprogram your behaviors. Yes. That yeah. makes greater sense than, you know, if you, if you drink five of these shakes a day, <laughs> you will be hungry. Yeah. And what happens when you stop drinking them? Oops. Well, I got bloated, actually, so I stopped drinking them. <laughs> No good. Holy mackerel, I looked nine months pregnant. Uh, oh. but, 
but, but, you know, diets, um, I don't know what the, the, the derivation of the word diet is. It, it has dye in it, which I know, I know. So that, so that, so that it's something that you, you know, you, you absolutely, um, prevent yourself from having things that make you feel good and then you think you're going to feel better about yourself once you have denied yourself all of these things. But the reality is you end up feeling even crummier. Yeah. we What we do is we tell people, eat what you want, and then we help them want healthier food. Mm-hmm. If you eat what you want, you're fine. It, it, there's no deprivation. Deprivation doesn't work because deprivation will sit there and wait. <laughs> Yeah. And it can outweigh you. <laughs> oh, listen, I, I struggled for years to get off of um, Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. And I got off of it. And I was so proud of myself. I was off of it for probably three months. And my husband was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. Uh, yeah. And the first thing I did was reach for a Diet Coke. And he just looked at me and I said, if I'm going to get through this, I'm going to need my blankie. <laughs> Yeah, and you're allowed, and then, you know, get off of it again later. Yeah, that was three years ago. <laughs> oh, well, I know what you can make disappear. <laughs> oh, that will that will be my intention. I, I, I am definitely, that's on my list. Now, now the program that, that you've got that, that is on sale yes. for uh, $50, this is just focused on diet, right? On weight loss, yes. Weight loss. So, sorry. Um, so if we want to do something other than that with hypnosis, you said you had other um, meditations and stuff available. What, yes. what do they cover? Oh, my goodness. Well, we have stress reduction, how to meditate. Um, uh, we've got one that's a lap band, you know, where you where you uh, get hypnotized to believe that you've had the lap band surgery so that your stomach's the size of a little ping pong ball. Mm-hmm. We have menopause. Oh, that's, that's our signal. Okay. We'll be back in about five minutes. Okay. in the experience of a lifetime for the Cruise into Spirit and Seminar at Sea, October 15 to the 22nd, 2016. Sailing from Fort Lauderdale, Florida to the Eastern Caribbean on the fabulous Oasis of the Seas, featuring some of the most respected spiritual leaders on the planet, including Lisa Williams, Kim Russo, Don Jose Ruiz, Daniel and Catherine Brinkley, Denise Lynn, Moss Sajani, Susan Shumsky, myself, and many more. Our holistic Seminar at Sea
Sea takes place on board one of the most extraordinary cruise ships on the planet. A ship that is so enormous and so fantastic, it's a destination in itself. With Broadway shows, ice skating, fountain and diving shows, gourmet food, high-speed internet, spa, free room service, surfing, rock climbing, zip lining, and so much more. Delight in a conference at sea with some of the world's greatest spiritual guides. Enjoy seven days of pure bliss, sailing into spiritual awakening and higher awareness. Visit magnificent tropical ports of Nassau, St. Thomas, and St. Martin. Participate in awesome spiritual workshops and activities. Practice yoga, qigong, and sacred dance. Enjoy vegetarian, non-vegetarian, or raw food. Nightly UFO watches under the stars. Make new friends. Gain greater wisdom and create memories that will last a lifetime. At www.cruiseintospirit.com. When you register for this spectacular seven-day cruise seminar, please enter my name, Sean David Morton, www.cruiseintospirit. You'll cruise into heaven and a time you'll never forget. Is your data safe? Do you have the necessary information to assist you in confidently living through just about any survival situation? Is survival and gardening, off-grid living, medical knowledge, or even natural or man-made EMPs on your list of personal concerns? Do you have your documents and your personal information in a safe place in your hands where you know where it is? Well, check out our preloaded EMP-proof thumb drive. Over 3 gigs of survival documents and how-tos, plus the USDA offline food preservation website, and much, much more, including a surprise bonus we just can't tell you about here. With plenty of room left over to store your most important documents. Imagine if a megavirus or a computer failure took out your bank, or all the banks for that matter. Are your banking records safe in your hands so when they get things fixed and repaired, you can say, hey, look, this is what I had. You have it. I want it back. Is your personal data safe? Family records? Addresses? phone numbers squeeze on over to freedomslips.com yes that's www.freedomslips.com click the banner on the home page for the emp proof bullet drive to get the full of everything that we offer so folks keep your data safe for your peace of mind revolution radio freedomslips.com you don't need to expect us we're already here gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. On the go? Still want to listen? Don't have one of those fancy phones with too many buttons. Don't know what an app is? Or you don't even care? Well, we got you here at Revolution Radio. Now you can dial in 24-7 to listen to our shows. We have a number for Studio A and Studio B. And best of all, it's free. Don't forget, carrier charges for your cell phone provider may apply, though. So check with your cell provider to make sure. So ready? Here you go. Get a pen. Here's the number. Studio A is 712-432-6958, and Studio B is 716-748-0112. Thank you very much for listening to Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com, the number one listener-supported radio station in the world.
Its programs and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listeners, your host. Thank you for tuning in to Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. Please help endorse our efforts and time by visiting the station support page and making a small donation or a large one. Large one would be even better. From station owner to all levels of management, the entire production crew and every host, we all work without compensation of any kind. So, well, except, of course, for the joy of being a part of a very unique and special station, one that supports a true sense of freedom. Any donation, even a small one, is greatly appreciated and keeps freedom ever-present out there for those who seek independent thought and new paradigms and philosophies. Check out the support page. There are some fascinating things there that could certainly, certainly benefit everyone, especially those seed packets, which are just phenomenal. And they're great presents for anyone who has a garden. I highly endorse those and suggest you take a look at all of those things that are available. Help support this station. It means that everybody can keep getting information and the way things are going these days. It's a nice, it's nice to know there's a place out there where, where people can still share amazing information and not be criticized or penalized. So. Thank you for supporting us, and please continue to, because it means all of us can keep putting stuff out there. So, Katie, I asked you about um, different kinds of of modalities and things that, that, you know, this is is basically what these are doing is it's not really self-hypnosis because you're leading them through the the hypnosis, right? The relaxation part of it. I say the words, they do the process. Okay. So if I say, imagine your ideal body, everybody imagines, you're going to imagine a different body than I will. Yeah. So the process, the words are the same, the process is different. Does that make sense? Internal. Yeah, I've just, you know, once, 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 
you've done this program and you see how it works so well for you, um, it would seem to me that, that, that anyone would, would want to use the technique for other things within their life. Oh, yes. Yeah. The weight loss becomes the first and maybe the easy part. And after that, uh, you'll just automatically start using hypnosis for everything. Well, so, so it, how does one transfer from listening to your voice leading you through a process to actually becoming the one that is – do you then just sort of – Imagine yourself leading yourself through this process. Is that well? Okay, Um, we've got. For example, I've got a CD or an MP3, "Heal Your Body," where there's a couple different uh, ways to do that. Where I I give you examples of you know how to do it. I'll give you. I had a I had a client one time who had who had cancer, lymphoma, Mm -hmm. and. I said, how do you want to imagine your body defeating the cancer? And she said, I want monks. I want, I want millions of monks, you know, in, 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 a, in a hooded garment. You can't see their hands because they've got, you know, long sleeves and their hands are together. She says, I don't want any violence in my body. You know, and she didn't want, you know, something fighting it. She wanted yeah. these gentle monks going through. I thought, isn't that lovely? So everybody's going to have their own version of how they want the, the processes to go. What I do is kind of open the door and say, okay, let's, here's what we want to accomplish. You fill in the blanks, how it fits best for you. Okay. So we work together to create, um, to create the best possible outcome. I had a, I had a client one time who was a physician, and he had Bell's palsy. Uh, so his, part of his face was numb, and he wanted me to hypnotize him to get the feeling back, which ultimately it would come back, but he wanted to speed it up. Mm-hmm. He knew hypnosis would do that. Now, here's a physician. He knows what his cheek looks like on the inside, right? Yeah. So I said, how do you want to imagine the structure coming back into the feeling coming back into your cheek? He said, tinker toys. <laughs> I said okay because your subconscious mind works with pictures and and it wanted tinker toys to rebuild his his muscular uh, structure Uh tinker toys it was wow and that's and it he started healing pretty quickly rebuilding that's amazing well I I think one of the things most of us who are over 40, um, do struggle with type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, um, you, you have written in one place that that's, that's the diabetes that we give ourselves. How do we yeah. do that? Um, sugar doesn't cause diabetes, but, um, insulin, eating too much and eating too frequently and becoming insulin resistant causes diabetes. I, I, on my radio show one time, I had a, a a physician on who was specialized in diabetes and heart disease and the vascular problems in the heart. And that's one of the things that killed my husband. He was a type two diabetic and uh, the the blood vessels in his heart just gave way Mm -hmm. after, after enough abuse. 
And um, so with our with our eating habits, you know, the grazing, we don't stop eating. We need to stop eating for periods of time. Here's what our bodies want. They want to get hungry. They want to be fed. And they want to be left alone for a while mm-hmm. to digest and then get hungry again. And this takes time. And when your body's hungry again, it will let you know. One of one of the big problems is we do what I call preventive eating. <laughs> and that, right, that goes something like, I might get hungry later, so I better eat now. <laughs> or, or, or the food won't be here, so I... Yeah, I, I got to eat it now. No, you don't. There'll be more. Or, or it, only, go ahead. Yeah, or if I if I don't eat everything now, it'll go bad. Yeah, guess what? And, There's more. Yes. <laughs> There's a freezer. There's options. Yes. We, we can throw food away. Okay, take a deep breath in. I know I just scared everybody out there. Yes. Relax, relax. There are two ways to spell waste. There are. Yeah. What you and your stomach's only about the size of your fist. It's about the same size as your heart. Really? When you have eaten a fistful of food, what is left in front of you is waste. What you choose to do with that will determine the size of your waist. You're serious? Your stomach is only as big as your, I know. Big as your fist. Yeah, good news and bad news, it expands. <laughs> yeah. Same with your skin. Good news and bad news, it expands. Mm-hmm. If it didn't, we'd explode. <laughs> wow. I know. We, we, it, you, it's scary how little food we really need. Here's a, here's a great exercise. Start splitting meals. Or when you go out for, to eat, just have an appetizer. Not fried. <laughs> Take all the fun out of it. I know. Once in a while, fried. Who cares? Yeah. Just not every time. Moderation. You know, somebody asked me one time. I don't know why this just popped into my head. She said in one of my classes. So, okay, when I when I have an apple, should I have a half an apple or a whole apple? I said, really? (laughs) I said, answer me this question. She said, what's that? I said, are apples really the problem? (laughs) <laughs> yeah let's deal with what's really the problem I've got a feeling the decision between a half an apple and a whole apple is not really the problem look at what the problems are yeah we eat yeah, too I, much it, it's it's just it, it's amazing when you think of what we do to ourselves yeah. and and how easy it is to and how truly easy it is to sit back and say all right I can reprogram myself. I can, I can, I can, I can make this shift and this change. And when you choose to do that, then, then you actually take control of a problem that had control over you. That's pretty empowering. Yeah. And you don't have to be perfect. That's the thing. You know, we're all, there's too many perfectionists here. And what we, what that does is it keeps you stuck. Well, if I can't do it perfectly, I'm not going to do it at all. Well, wasn't that convenient? Yeah. Oh, that's an easy way out. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, the brain is, is amazing. Um, the brain, 
we only use about five or six percent of our brain. Exactly. And the rest of it has so much power in it, and we have access to it. We just Through don't hypnosis. Use, yeah. We mm-hmm. just don't use it. And, you know, there, there are yogis that can levitate. There are, you know, people use their, people use their minds in different ways or choose not to. And, and unfortunately, I think today's society chooses more not to use their brain than to use it. I have a feeling that if one person decided to use instead of 5% of their brain, 50% of their brain, one person, that one person would cure cancer tomorrow, we could fly to Mars, and nobody would be overweight, and they'd have a cure for obesity. One person. We've got all this untapped brain power, uh-huh. and, we're, and, and we're futzing around with little insignificant issues instead of getting to the big stuff. Yeah. And we're just and, wasting it. <clears throat> well, not only... You know, not only for eating, and, and eating is is a great place for everybody to start because almost everybody has bad eating habits. I know very few people that really have. I, I you know, I, I I know people that have gone to excess in every direction, and mm-hmm. and and it's sort of like you know, what about just eating just what you need, and and mm-hmm. not. And, and yeah, treat yourself now and then for heaven's sakes. But, but, you know, and, and, you know, I have food allergies and I ignore them because I like the food. But I probably do it to excess as well. But, but if you can program yourself to, to be, you know, to be, to be moderate about your excesses, then, then again, you take control. I think the biggest thing about what you offer people is the ability to take control back mm-hmm. and, and, and to apply it to what they need in their life. Here's what we, what we, what I really want for people is I would really like food to be not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. There is so much more to life than a cupcake. <laughs> it's really are mm-hmm. we really gonna you know we're gonna die about a cupcake i mean let's walk in the mountains <laughs> you know there's so much more to life than and we're we're, we're selling ourselves way too short well it, a lot of it though is you know it's 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 emotional eating a lot of people are sad or unhappy or or feel or feel lost and and food gives them a comfort a a, a phony comfort a false comfort and then they feel they eat it and they feel guilty and they still feel lost or sad yeah <laughs> and guilty oh, well, yeah absolutely so it's not really it, Wayne Dyer, I love Wayne Dyer. Yeah. One of my gurus and mentors has a, has a brilliant saying. You can never get enough of what you really don't want. Oh. You can't get enough cupcakes if what you really want is love. You can never get enough of what you really don't want. Mm-hmm. You really want love, you better go get love. You better figure out. And, and it would really behoove us to figure it out. And, and hypnosis can help you figure that out. What do I really want? You know, there's there's a 
friend of mine who's a hypnotist in Idaho, and he used to say he could he could set his watch by it. That that uh, this was years ago, where women would you know dinner would be over and and um, one particular woman he was talking about uh, dinner would be over and within a half hour she'd be back in the kitchen and she was very overweight and uh, she really wanted somebody to talk to but he wanted to watch the ball game or he wanted to watch some kind of sports on TV and he wouldn't talk to her her husband she and she could never get enough food she didn't want food she wanted a conversation mm-hmm. but she kept going to the food See, food don't, food fi- food fixes hunger. Food doesn't fix anything else. That's true. And, That's you know, but sometimes it's very scary to face those um, those things. Um, um, <laughs> um, made you think, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And you thought it was just about the Twinkies. Yeah. How? Well, let me ask you something here. Our brain is amazing. Mm-hmm. And and if we um, somebody somebody was kidding around in the chat room and asked if if he could image the growth of a new set of chomper, choppers, I, I I would think teeth is what he's talking about. You know, I think I do believe that. There are elements of our DNA that through hypnosis you could probably trigger into activity that would replicate the growth of a piece of, of, of a part of the body. It would take a huge amount of training and practice. It would, and I, su- I suspect that the person who put this in the chat room was, was really being ridiculous, but I, I do believe that that is possible. Well, you know what they're doing now because of in, in the uh, military and the medical communities because of all the limbs that were lost over the last couple of decades, uh, they are regenerating limbs, uh-huh. not not through hypnosis but through medical science. Through right. Science. So, can we regenerate teeth? Absolutely, not necessarily through hypnosis, but through science. So, it's yeah. coming. It's but funny. I, but I would say, you know, especially with the, with the DNA, the strands of DNA that aren't activated, I would I would imagine that hypnosis would enable you, and 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 not just a one shot deal here, folks. I'm talking about, you know, training and commitment and 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 repetition and the whole thing. But but I would imagine that through hypnosis, it would be easier to gain access to higher levels of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Be- because it I, does open you to the potential that you carry within. I don't use, um, let me rephrase that. For many years, I didn't use Novocaine at the dentist because I use hypnosis. Mm-hmm. And I felt no pain. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. I got out of it when I went to a dentist one time and he refused. (laughs) (laughs) So then I just kind of quit doing it. I said, yeah, 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 okay. So, um, but yeah, it's, I have seen amazing things with hypnosis. Just, I'll tell you what, there's, when I was in college, we, 
now this is back in the 70s, funny story. Uh, I went to school at the University of Washington and we were in, in the 70s, and we were in an old building that didn't have any air conditioning. We, we don't have much air conditioning in Seattle. We typically need it you know, like three days a year, so uh -huh. nobody has it. So it was a very hot spring day, I'll still remember, and we were going to watch this. Everybody, the word got around we were going to watch this very cool video, and so the, the room was packed. We had a bunch of people who didn't weren't in the class, and they came to see it. And apparently a bunch of football players were standing in the back of the room, big guys. And it was a woman going to give birth with hypnosis. And I, well, this is cool. This was way before I became a hypnotist. This is cool. And she had been working with her, her OBGYN, a man, for year, or for six months, getting ready to give birth with hypnosis. And she's singing these lullabies. And she's not going to have any medication. She's singing lullabies while she's going into, and you know, they had shown her getting ready and going to his office and getting, you know, learning the hypnosis and practicing, practicing, practicing. And, uh, so she's on a gurney cart and they're all in the old white. This was in the fifties. Oh, the video was done in the fifties. So this is old. Singing away and singing all the way down the hall, no anesthesia, nothing, and singing away. Well, the part they didn't tell us was that she was giving birth by cesarean section using hypnosis. Oh. No medication. Okay. So it's a hot day. The place is packed. You see the surgeon make the incision in her abdomen, and you hear, bump, 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 all these big guys passed out. <laughs> you can see that video on YouTube today. Oh, wow. Just go to YouTube and Google hypnosis cesarean section. It is an old, old video, but it's amazing. She's sitting in a way, and they're cutting her open. But, yeah, you can do that. It's amazing what you can do with hypnosis. And this is back in the 50s, so we didn't know anything about hypnosis. Well, I know that, that when when somebody, that EMTs are, are often taught to, you know, put their put their hand on someone's chest who is who is in distress and, and say, say to them, you know, listen to my voice. It's going to be mm -hmm. okay. You're mm -hmm. going to be, just mm -hmm. listen to my voice. I'm going to get you to where you need to go. And that is a form of you know, a, a light form, I would think, but, but it, it, it is taking that person's attention away from everything else and, 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 Focus. and, yeah, keeping them on your voice so that, so that they don't worry about everything else that's going on. I've seen that work. See, you can only think one thought at a time. Uh -huh. So when your attention is focused on something that's very calming, that's hypnosis. You just focus your attention on one thing. And if that one thing is calming and soothing, like a voice, you're, you're hypnotized. Yeah, like, like you wouldn't want Roseanne Barr to be leading you in, in a, in a relaxation <laughs> meditation. In the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Not? Yeah, they're quite. very good. I, I gave a class to dentists one time about how to use hypnosis for their, their phobic patients and they were really surprised they said we you know we've been doing a lot of this just automatically i said i'll bet you do you just find out what works and you use that voice and you you know use a calming calming tone okay, they were really 
you just raised the subject here. Um, in my mind, in my experience, um, in, in my experience, um, phobias are usually a past life experience, or, or a phobia is a is an unexplained panic type attack. Mm-hmm. How do you use hypnosis to get through phobias? Because so many people have them, and some of them are really amazing. The easiest tool for a phobia is what we call um, EM, emotion, EFT, emotional freedom technique, or tapping. Uh-huh. And if you if you YouTube tapping, T-A-P-P-I-N-G, you know, like you tap your fingers, um, you can. It is so easy, you can't believe it. And there will be lots of different videos on tapping, and you just start tapping pulse points. And uh-huh. say a little little statement while you're tapping, and you will be amazed at how quickly the phobias can dissipate. That's phenomenal. It is. It's just, you know, we don't have to live like a lot of us live. We don't have to live like this. We have the tools and and to to change very very quickly. Don't you find it fascinating that that hypnosis and even better self-hypnosis is such an incredible tool and yet it's not one that is that is you know that out there that that people don't access it more well would you like to know why yes yes why in australia for example there's a tremendous amount of research that's being done on hypnosis and has been done on hypnosis not so much in the united states you know why why? Can't make so much money on it. Nobody will fund it. Most of the research that's been done here is funded by, if it's not funded by the government, it's funded by um, Big Pharma. And um, with hypnosis, it's a powerfully healing modality uh, that doesn't require pills or shots or surgery. And... Um, yeah, and, and, and just to be clear and fair, there are times when pills and surgery are indicated. Can be, can be a benefit of benefit to you. Absolutely. Now, I'm not, I am in no way saying that this hypnosis replaces anything if you, if your physician says you need that. In fact, most, like most cancer centers use this as an adjunct to other Western medicines. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, they're, they're coming around to using it, like with acupuncture, for example, in conjunction with Western medicines. And that's where it's most powerful, I believe. Oh, yeah. Use whatever tools are available. But now, there's not a lot of money in it, so there's not a lot of research on it. <clears throat> wow. And And, you know, to be fair... Also, um, I, you know, I, I studied hypnosis. You certainly studied it, I, I'm sure, more deeply than I did. Um, but, but it is a process that, that if you want to learn it, it, it doesn't take you a decade to learn it. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it's something that, that you can learn. And, and, and as with everything else, the more you practice it, the better you get. Right, exactly. Exactly. The tools, um, they're not difficult to ma- They're not difficult to learn. It takes time and practice to master them. 
Absolutely. And, and, you know, if you're going to be leading people in a meditation or anything like that, you, you should have a voice that's calming. Uh, I, I have, I have been in, in places where the person leading meditations was, you know, was, was fingernails on the chalkboard. And <laughs> oh, good. You know, their intent was amazing, but, but they just didn't have the vocality. <laughs> A little short on the delivery. Yeah, <laughs> a lot short, actually. <laughs> Not fun. I mean, yes. it's but but it's it's. I think you become your own best advertisement, and and mm-hmm. if you if you have used it for diet, if you have used it for um, changing patterns in your life, if you have used it for any number of things, then. Than, than, than the fact that you have a richer, better, more abundant life is, is your greatest advertisement. And you certainly have done that. Well, you know, it's easy when it's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, hypnosis is just it, above everything else besides, you know, all the, all the benefits that you can derive. It's easy and it's fun. So it, my, uh, I remember my niece, after my husband died, I lived for a time with my sister and my niece. And my niece was eight years old, and she and I would hang out and do our homework together. I was in hypnosis school, and she was in school school. And she'd say, I have to write a paper. I can't think of anything to write about. And I would say, well, let's do hypnosis and figure something out. Okay. So I'd hypnotize her. I'd say, okay, where are you? She said, I'm on a beach. Oh, good. Is there anybody with you? And she'd tell me, and she'd tell me a story. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, there's your paper. There's your story. Oh, well, that was easy. I know, but it was really fun, wasn't it? And now she uses hypnosis on her daughters to go to sleep at night. That's amazing. I know. So, you know, it's just, it's part of our lives. And the girls just love it, and they use it. And I, you know, I mean, they're soccer players, and they're both, you know, Two daughters and just advanced soccer players now. I'm I'm thinking scholarships. And, wow. Uh, to college. Why not? Why Does it, it work on animals? Uh, they feel our our energy slowing down. They can feel our energy. So uh, <laughs> I hear all the time. You know, my my cat loves it when I listen. To, to hypnosis because they just curl up next to me or on top of me and dogs do too yeah they love it <clears throat> you know that's true um, when I do readings I go into alpha mm-hmm. and 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 usually if I'm in alpha whoever is there synchronizes me with me energetically mm-hmm. without actually mm-hmm. knowing it and then that attracts I have cats and I've had, you know, I, I've had as many as nine cats here and I'm down to three. So I'm reasonable and I'm not, and I'm not the crazy cat lady anymore. But, but, um, I find that, that everybody becomes calmer and more peaceful. And it's really, it's an amazing thing. And yet the person getting the reading doesn't realize it's happening. Mm-mm. But, you know, animals are so intuitive about this. They, they are so tuned into us on so many different levels. 
I just love watching my my dachshund. She, <laughs> she just reads me like a book. She's got me so well trained. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? I know, I know. Well, you know, they say that that horse whispers, dog whispers, mm-hmm. or if there are cat whispers, I don't think there are, but you know, if there were, um, they all deal with alpha. Um, it's, it's to the animal's level. Right. Animals are, are, they, they function on alpha. They send and receive information on alpha. So that, so that it is, it's kind of imperative that if you are trying to train a dog, trying to, you can't train a cat, but you know, if you're trying to train it, well, you can't. Um, I've tried, but, but with, with most animals, um, they function on alpha. They, they get and receive information, um, send and receive in pictures so that, so that, you know, if you're in alpha as well, then you can truly communicate. Um, you, you don't use words because they don't speak English, but they do understand the pictures. Love it. I love it. I I had uh, a cat once who was um, having accidents and I couldn't figure out why. And I even got desperate enough to sign up uh, online for a pet psychic who charged. When I saw the charge, I, Mm. I, I backed out and I took the cat and sat her on my chest and I said, okay, we're going to meditate. And, and, you know, we breathed a little while and I looked at her and I said, you have to close your eyes. And she closed her eyes and I pictured myself being frustrated because she was having these accidents. And, and, you know, I kind of just looked at her like questioning and I got a picture back from her that showed me in her in the litter box and another cat attacking her. And all she needed was another litter box. And problem solved. And free. (laughs) (laughs) I would never charge what they charged on the internet. But, but it's, it's sort of, it's amazing the power that we have. And, you know, so often people feel so defeated by the fact that, that the diet didn't work and this didn't work and I have to buy another size clothes and, oh my God, this is so depressing. And, and the reality is, is it's within your control to change it totally. Do you know, that reminds me of a story. Scott Adams writes Dilbert, the cartoon. Uh-huh. And he is a brilliant hypnotist, just brilliant. I mean, he's really studied it. But he, there was an article about him years ago and how he visualizes and how he goal sets. And he... Back back years ago, he decided he wanted to be the best cartoonist on the planet. And But it had to be measurable. So how would he measure that? He said, well, it would be that he would have a, the, his Dilbert cartoon book would be on the New York Times bestseller list. Well, his negative, you know, mind said, or conscious mind said, well, you can't because there's already a, Calvin and Hobbes is on the New York Times bestseller list, and there was another one on the New York Times bestseller list. And you know, you can't have three cartoon books on the New York New York Times bestseller list. And um, but what he did, and I just love this, was he writes an affirmation, one affirmation out, fifteen times a day, until he gets it. Oh. 
people say it doesn't work because they stop doing it too soon. Mm-hmm. So, and, and by golly, he got on the New York Times bestseller list. But I just love, and I got to tell you, I know we're probably not supposed to be very political, but he was on Bill Maher's show a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. And the way he talked about how Donald Trump is a master hypnotist <laughs> knock your socks off. Oh, he is. He, he is. is. Donald Trump is a genius <clears throat> at, at crowd control and, and hypnosis. This guy is so good. But you've got to see Scott out, uh, again, YouTube him, and, but he is so good. And what, if you say this didn't work, what that means is I didn't do it long enough. Mm-hmm. So 15, whatever you want, write it 15 times a day until you get it. And guess what? Then it works. Well, I, that makes great sense because Doesn't in it? that way you are, that again is a form of hypnotism. Uh-huh. It's the repetition. It's the repetition. It's the imprinting within your consciousness of that particular um, affirmation. And that makes a great deal of sense. Your subconscious mind is like a child. Yeah. Have you ever read a book once to a child? No. no. <laughs> read it again. Read it again. Read yeah. it again. Read it again. They love repetition. So does your subconscious mind. Repetition, repetition, repetition. It loves repetition. That's how we learn. Mm-hmm. Even as adults, that's how we learn. But we get bored into stopping. And so we don't learn all that well as adults. Well, I think also we have short attention spans. Yeah. It didn't work. It I'm going to grab something else. Yeah. Of course. Well, yeah. But something like, you know, somebody, I, I look at, at Marie Osmond on that, that, uh, the commercial for, I forget what it is. It's one of the diet plans and she yeah. lost 50 pounds. I yeah. mean, terrific. You also quit the diet and gained it back, and then now you're back again because you lost it again. I mean, um, up and down, up and down. I am not stupid. I remember the first time she did it, and this is like the second or third repeat of her losing 50 pounds. She's lost 150 pounds over the last six or seven years. But but it's a yo-yo thing. It's a yo-yo thing. So, so, so diets don't work because sooner or later you quit the diet. But if you change yeah. your behavior, yeah. it's a lifetime. If I could give one piece of advice, if I could send people away from this, from this interview with one piece of advice, please don't go on another diet. Mm-mm. Please don't do that. Just eat a little less, eat a little healthier, move your body a little bit more. And every once in a while, acknowledge your feelings instead of eating well, you know, no more. You, you talk about positive thinking, too, and that's, that's another part of all of this. Yeah, and always assume that you're doing the best you can, mm-hmm. because you are. When you can do better, you will. And just lighten up. <laughs> Same brain surgery. You know, human beings are supposed to be the otters of the universe. We're supposed to be fun. Are we having fun yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's true. 
and and it's you know I I have often said to people that the most powerful tool we have is laughter, and yeah. and it just will it will it will lighten energy it will it will bring people out of Lord knows what it's just it's an amazing gift and not you know not bad laughter not making fun of somebody but but genuine laughter from joy and it it is something that. If you can find laughter, I used to, I used to, when, when I, when I did serve in the pulpit, I always knew if I could make the congregation really laugh out loud, they would remember the message that I had given. Mm-hmm. And laughter, yeah, you can create an, laughter creates an altered state of consciousness, which is how you hypnotize people. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that lovely? So you just yeah, create I like an altered, that. yeah, make them laugh. It's true. The, the more laughter that you can get going in any, in any crowd, in any event, um, the, the more positive energy is flowing. It's, it's almost as though the laughter creates an energetic that, that, that fuels and feeds all sorts of aspects of the consciousness. It's just an amazing thing. I think it boosts the serotonin in your brain. I really and truly do. Somebody told me laughter's like jogging on the inside. I said, well, there's my workout for today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> ah, well, it's not a bad idea. But, but it's, it's really, if you, can, if you can shift your, they say, and I do believe, that you create your reality by your perception of it. Yeah, Absolutely. So that, so that if you're shifting your perspective, if you're shifting your attitude, you are internally pre-programming, pre-programming yourself and your behavior to shift to another level or frequency. And life does change. Well, there's this great story about a, a man and his two children, two young children, like four and six years old on a train. A commuter train um, between D.C. and New York. And these kids are running wild up and down the car and just laughing and screaming and carrying on. And, you know, people, it's fairly crowded train. And the father's just kind of looking outside the window, not paying much attention at all. And the kids are creating all kinds of havoc. And, you know, people, as, as we are, we would rather talk about you than to you. So they're, oh, oh look at those kids. And look at that father. not paying any attention. <laughs> And, uh, you know, complaining about him to each other. And finally, a lady who's sitting near him says, leans over and said, it must be very difficult, you know, traveling with two small children. And he looks at her kind of in a fog and says, oh, yes, um, um, we were just in um, D.C. And, and uh, my wife uh, was in the hospital and she uh, was giving birth and she just lost the baby and she died. Mm. And we're going to my parents in New York. And uh, all of a sudden, there was this immediate shift in attitude in the whole train car. And somebody, you know, gave the kid, kids a cookie and somebody was reading a story to them. And immediately they you mm-hmm. know, gathered the children in. The only thing that changed was a piece of information. Yeah. A perception changed everything. So you can change your mind anytime you want about anything. You can change your mind about your weight right now. Here's I got I got one for you. Losing weight is easy. 
How about that for a mind shift? We call that a reframe. Uh-huh. Change your mind. Losing weight is easy. Yeah, and don't follow it up with, yeah, I've done it a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> Losing weight and keeping weight off is easy. Eat a little less. Eat a little healthier. Move your body a little bit more. Your pets, your dogs will love this program. You're going to take them for a walk instead of sending them out to the backyard. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to love it. Because mm-hmm. you're going to engage in your own life a little bit more. Well, you know, it's it's funny because so many people call in and, and one of the main things they ask about is relationship. And I often end up saying to them, you know, your first most important relationship, the most important one of all is with yourself. You have to love yourself before before another person is going to love you. Or you can love someone else to the extent that you love yourself. Absolutely. And you can care for others in your life. Here's what I often hear. I, can't, I don't have time to take care of myself. You can care for yourself to or others. You can care for others to the extent that you care for yourself. Mm-hmm. A very dear friend of mine, his wife got um, uh, sick with a bizarre combination of brain and spine cancer. And she was very ill for two years. And they made the decision that he would continue. He was he rode, you know, he was a rower in college Mm -hmm. and that he would continue to row and keep his health up because if he got sick, they were both in trouble. Yeah. So he had to stay, you know, it was part of his job in being her caretaker that he had to take care of himself first. He had to put on his own oxygen mask first. Yeah. And that, you know, sometimes that's what taking care of yourself is. So you, you got to take care of yourself first so you can take care of the others in your life. And you got to be a little selfish about it. But we like to martyr ourselves. Oh, I don't have time to, <laughs> to prepare good food. So I'll just stop at the, the, the garbage burger place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See how well that works for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... I, I am very fortunate in that much as I like McDonald's, it doesn't like me, and it's not oh, worth what it does to me. <laughs> good, 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 good. Love it. Well, we can make it disappear. Go to the website, livinglightnow.com, and check out uh, the, uh, the weight loss program. The three-hour weight loss program will make McDonald's disappear for you. And people always say, well, what do I eat now that I'm not eating that? And in many cases, you don't need to replace it because it's just excess calories anyway. Yeah, that's true. But as you start to eat healthier, you will find that your body likes it. Oh, totally agree. Totally, absolutely agree. You feel and I, better. And, and the other thing that, that our bodies crave is more water than we ever drink. I mean, oh, our... Yeah. We, we, we dehydrate ourselves, I think, on a pretty regular basis, and it's very simple. Just keep drinking water. There's a very easy um, formula for water and protein. Um, take your weight, the weight you weigh now, and divide it in half. You need that many ounces of water every day, and you need that many grams of protein every day. Oh, that's cool. Isn't it? Yeah. And I guarantee you nobody's getting that much protein. And here's the creepy part about the protein. If you're not getting enough protein that your body needs to survive, it will leach it from your muscle tissue. Ew. Huh. Your body's eating itself. 
That is that. So your weight by half, and you, that's how much water you're supposed to. How many ounces of water? Ounces of water. And how many grams of protein? Grams of protein. And I guarantee you, nobody's getting enough protein or water. Oh yeah. And here's that... where you get protein: meat, fish, eggs, cheese, and nuts. And you can get it in beans and, and you know other places too. But those are the big five. Wow. And if you start your day with protein, you won't graze all day. That's cool. That's a very cool way to go. Your website has a ton of great information on it. And, and I, I, I feel that, that this is the kind of program that will benefit anybody who, who wants to put the time in to do it. That's, that's, you know, there has to be a commitment of time and energy. And now. Not a lot. Well, well, the thing is, you don't just listen to it all once. Or do you? Well, you, yeah, it's only three hours. I know that, but, but don't you have to repeat some of it here and there? You know what? I had a woman come to my class one time. Well, twice, actually. She came to my class, and she said, you probably don't remember me. And I said, okay, because I see a lot of people in my classes. And she said, no, no, I came three years ago, so you wouldn't remember me because it's been a long time. But I also weighed 170 pounds more. Oh. I said, what? She says, yeah, I lost 170 pounds. I said, in one three-hour class, even, I mean, I, I was pretty stunned. That's a lot for even me to take in. She says, mm-hmm. yeah. She says, I put on about 20, uh, you know, in the last few months, so I'm here to take that off. I said, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you may not have to repeat it, but it's there for you if you do. Mm-hmm. But listen to a CD or, you know, a, a uh, MP3, and those are only about 20 minutes long. Do not play while driving. Okay. <laughs> and you, but you can listen to that, you know, while you go to sleep at night because you're going to sleep anyway. So you don't have to take time out of your day because and it, it'll turn off and you fall asleep and there you go. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I have them um, loaded and ready to go. I I just, uh, I think that that I'd rather do the hypnosis than almost the meditation. It's the same brainwave state. Mm-hmm. And you can fall asleep and still get the information. Learning stops after you've been asleep for about 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, the subliminal stuff is fabulous. Yeah. But, but after 45 minutes, you don't, you, learning stops so you can process what you've learned all day. But, so, ergo, but this, ergo this, a 20-minute MP3. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So I gotcha. <laughs> no, this, this, um, and, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's amazing that you've priced it so, so low that, that people will wonder if, you know, one of those cases of it doesn't cost enough to work that well. Say that again. Lots of times people feel they have to spend a lot of money. In yeah. order to get something to work well for them. Yeah, here's my belief on it. I'm, I don't believe in charging people for being overweight. Mm-hmm. I was overweight most of my life. I, I don't believe in it. I don't, um, I don't need to get rich off somebody else's problems. Uh, I really, 
I, I see these companies that do that, and it, it, I find it exceedingly offensive. Terrific. It so really I'm, is. We're not doing that. I, I priced it so that anybody can do it. You know, what, what I even recommend is call your friends. Everybody pitches in 10 bucks. You got five people. You do it together. I like people to do it together because now you've got a support group. Oh, geez. And, and to have that kind of energy to get, I mean, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's like anything. It's, it's, it's the more people you have together, the greater the energy, the greater the, 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 the commitment, commitment to it. Yeah. And, and it's a shared experience, which is so cool. Yeah. And we know from research that support groups help. They really help people stay on track. Oh, fully. Katie, we're, we're, we're right at the end and, and it doesn't feel like it. Um, I know. Livinglightnow.com. Yes. Thanks so much, Katie. Good night Thank now. You.